0: Learn more at marines.com.
1: In my brain, I know that Brad Marchand signed the contract he signed because it was before he broke out, like, in full. In my heart, he signed the contract he signed because management knew how good he was, but they were like, "Ah, oh, fuck this guy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you can, like, you can be here for the next eight years, but really yep. you just need to like you need to come anyone's up gonna all deal with you for eight years
0: <laughs> <laughs> they're like man this guy looks like he fucking lick, licks faces <laughs> <laughs> this guy looks like a face
2: licker if I've ever seen one <laughs> yeah. honestly uh,
1: shocked he can reach faces to lick Welcome to Bruins and Bruins episode 46, the David Krejci episode upon this rock we will build our podcast. Uh a, the hockey podcast network podcast presented by Bruins <laughs> diehards sponsored by draftkings and diehardbostonsportsfans.com. Uh not to be confused with bruinsdiehards.com. Those are two different things, but you know, they're both <laughs> friends of ours. Uh, <laughs> are you a diehard Boston sports fan? Well, Bruise and Bruins is sponsored by diehard Boston sports fans. <laughs> That's up for grabs, including a brand new black and gold till I'm dead and cold t-shirt. Drew's wearing it right now. Uh, and check out our tweets where we're all modeling them. Uh, well, I'm modeling it and then Drew and Cam cut their heads off in the picture. So it could be anybody. Um, yeah. Use the promo code bruise. It'll get you some savings on that. I think it's 10%. We didn't really ask, but uh, yeah, get, get your <laughs> some savings at uh, diehardbust and sports
2: And the Bruise and Birds podcast is also sponsored by DraftKings. This weekend's UFC 262 is sure to be a can't miss event, and I can't miss it because I missed the first 261 of them. <laughs> Every punch, kick, and knockout means so much more with the DraftKings lineup on the line. DraftKings, the official daily fantasy partner of UFC. Is giving you a shot at huge cash prizes. For this weekend's fight, DraftKings is offering all customers a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes. If you haven't tried it yet, fantasy MMA is easy to play. Just pick six fighters, stay under the salary cap, pile up points, and feel the sweat like never before. <laughs> <laughs> There's no better way to put your MMA knowledge to the test. Than to compete for a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes. Plus, don't forget about basketball and hockey, where DraftKings has even more money up for grabs throughout the week. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable, so you can deposit and withdraw your funds at your convenience. Down the DraftKings app now and use promo code THPN for your shot at millions of dollars in total prizes throughout the week. That's promo code THPN to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes only at DraftKings. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details.
1: I, I honestly, like legitimately cannot wait. I know we're always saying this. Can't wait to put my MMA knowledge to the test. Which is <laughs> extremely knowledgeable in that field. Uh, all right, well, it's me, it's Drew, Camp Uh We brought in Hockey Troll from the Caps Chirp podcast to talk about. We have, I guess, like a, a thing coming up uh, against against them um, starting on Saturday. Something. Yeah, uh, uh,
0: th- they're telling us that, that that's a thing. Uh, how you doing? Uh, good, man, good, man. First of all, holy fuck, that was brutal ad reads. You guys are amazing. Oh, that's, yeah. Uh <laughs> I'm. You have two sponsors. Fuck. We can we have a sponsor that we can. Uh, can we do those type of ad reads for? And, no, and the, uh, the
1: I mean, funny thing on? is, we had a, a different sponsor. They dropped, and then like within a couple weeks, we picked up another.
0: One. <laughs> oh, I wonder why. I wonder why. You're like, yeah. Fuck. You might get ten percent, or you'll just use our code. Give us. You know. <laughs> <laughs> And also you guys did this like clap thing in the beginning. You didn't tell you failed to tell me that. I, I would have loved to join the clap thing. Uh, <laughs> yeah, sorry time. about that. We so
1: <laughs> that that's for old time's sake, because we used to we used to record separate tracks and uh, you know i have got to sync up the tracks. Now we just do it for uh,
0: you know, just for shits and gigs. Absolutely. I gotta turn you guys on to, to our to our software. It's called uh well, you know, it no free ads, fuck them. But uh <laughs> I can can, uh, turn you on to some stuff that's pretty awesome here. But, uh, yeah, uh, I guess the Caps play the Bruins in a playoff series, uh, COVID Cup 2.0.
1: Is is that like a pre, like, this doesn't really count in case we lose kind
0: of deal? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, it's interesting you bring that up. I mean, I think there's definitely going to be an asterisk uh, above this cup winner uh, for sure. But no, I mean, it's still a Stanley cup. I think that uh, everybody's playing hard for it for sure. Um, but you know, like I said, in, in our, when you asked us, uh, you're just going to probably take collective turns and kicking us while we're down or kicking me while the caps are down right now. Uh, Capitals look like they're a huge walking fucking bandaid. Uh, that's, Just great to see. Right. I'm sure you guys are (laughs) in that. Um, I think it's just a big broken up about it. (laughs) Yeah, I I think it's I think it's false. I think it's just kind of a lulling the Bruins into a false sense of security. And uh, we're going to be out in full regalia on Saturday. Everybody's going to be 100 percent healthy. And it was just a joke. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I
1: think it was a joke too, especially the part where Alex Ovechkin sat out for my entire fantasy championship, and I, uh, <laughs> I lost by a very
0: slim margin. <laughs> oh, 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 brutal! So you have a double axe to grind for sure. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, um, well, I am just brutally unprepared for this. I haven't looked at Twitter in a, intentionally in a couple of days, of than like sharing our, my requisite uh, stuff for the episodes on the hockey podcast network. So. Uh yeah, I don't I don't know. And the club is being incredibly tight lipped about it. Um a lot of questions about Ovechkin's health. I'm gonna say he's one hundred percent because yeah. I mean, I don't know. He's taken eight or nine days off to be pumped with Russian gas and HGH and pain, (laughs) whatever he needs. Whatever he needs, this some new like nano technology to rebuild himself. I don't know. Um so he's been in the shop, but uh I'm I mean, to be completely honest, I'm pretty scared.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think my my nerves come from just years of the Bruins losing in the playoffs to many teams, including in 2012, the Capitals, and a, 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 not a lot of players left from that team, including the right. nemesis, Braden Holtby. But um, yeah, it, it's I think it's impossible to go into the playoffs and feel totally
0: confident because hockey is just such a random sport and you never know what's going to happen. No doubt. Absolutely. Um, you know, especially and, and having the injury bug at the worst possible time. You know, there was a time where I was like, oh, dude, caps are so deep. Even if we lose an Ovi or, or a Backstrom or a Kuznetsov or, you know, one of those players, an Oshie, uh, we'll be fine. You know, next man up. But uh, when you lose like all six of them, you're kind <laughs> of sitting there with your dick in your hand like, oh, that's great. I, I'm not even sure what to do here. I guess our stellar fourth line is going to carry us. And, um, you know, I think Lars Eller was a linchpin to the Stanley cup, but he's our best center. So <laughs> that's, uh, that is just a tough look right now. <laughs> yeah, that's, that is pretty rough. All right, but
1: uh, let's do beers by the way. Uh, Drew, okay. you want to kick us off? Sure. I got a
2: cider, uh, from storm long brewery. I featured this one on the, a uh, couple episodes ago we did with, uh, uh well i did with nick lanciani because cam and chris bailed on me not bailed it was planned weeks ahead that they wouldn't be there for the episode but you know um it's called mass appeal um and their slogan is respect the apple so for anyone who has been disrespecting apples out there you better damn stop because uh (laughs) storm along is coming for you um they have a scale on the back. It says it's uh, dry, medium, dry, medium, sweet, sweet. And this one lands right in the middle. So I guess it is dry sweet or so dry, extra, extra medium, extra medium. Uh, but yeah. So taste, you can certainly taste it. Definitely apple. So I do respect the apple on that one. Um On the back, it says Macintosh and Golden Delicious apples is what they use. So taste, I'll give it a a 33 out of 37. Drinkability is a different story because I got through one of these on the like hour-long episode I did with Nick, maybe one and a half. Um, Yeah, so very very heavy. I'm gonna have. I think on that episode I said it was highly drinkable, but no, I'm gonna give it a, a six on the drinkability scale.
0: All right. Hockey Troll, what you got? Um, I'm drinking America's oldest brewery, Yingling. Yeah. So, Yingers, I am in Yinzer territory, but uh, that's probably the best thing to come out of Pennsylvania outside the Hershey Bears ever. Um, (laughs) You know, I mean, so I guess what is it? What taste out of 37? I'll give it a 10. Give it a 10. You know, it's a good... It's a darker beer, but though it is along the lines of like a Budweiser, I'd say, uh, not in taste, but in like, I guess, overall quality um, drinkability. I mean, I can pound these all night, all, all, all day and night. So uh, five million. I don't know. What was yeah. the scale? <laughs> it's, uh, it's the Patrice Bergeron scale. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. uh, I mean, you, you could so do like one to eight if you want. Okay. Yeah. That's a hard eight. Um, you know, and don't even worry about the diarrhea that it'll give you the next morning. That's just, (laughs) it's also a cleanse. This is, this is a good thing, you know, um, solid beer shits. Uh, I remember in college, we used to call it the Pottsville piss water, um, which (laughs) is ironic because we could never afford it. Uh, it was a treat to have yingling. We were generally more of a lion's head. I don't know if you've ever heard of that, but it's, uh, okay. Yeah. So lion's head, that's the, That's the OG, uh, you know, it was like $11 for like a, a case of long necks and show up to a college party with long necks. I mean, you're the main stain, right?
1: (laughs) Uh, yeah, I'm a, I'm a veteran of the Pennsylvania college scene. So, uh, Mm -hmm. I am familiar with, uh, College,
0: uh, Villanova. Okay. Um, so I went to a satellite school at Penn state, uh, Pennsylvania College of Technology for the uh, for my like uh, for two years it was it was pretty cool I mean it was a sausage fest and the year before the year before I uh, got there a cop got shot on Vine Street but hey you know (laughs) just college antics yeah it's it's the typical
1: college experience you know (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. it was was great great. Uh, but you're correct though Yingling was definitely like the treat from you know
0: taking a break from Keystone and Natty, uh, You're right? And I, yeah, I, I remember somebody pulled up to uh, to my buddy's apartment with it, and I was like, "Youngling, youngling, what is that? What is this?" And then we drank it, and I was like, mm, "It's pretty good, you know." <laughs> That's the correct <laughs> is reaction. That, that Asian? Did you bring like some like Asian beer in? Like, what is that? And I was like, "No, it was this is Pennsylvania." And I was like makes sense i guess yeah I that's know. for sure yinzer language
1: um yeah <laughs> pennsylvania dutch um yeah right <laughs> so yeah i mean hockey wise um don't Drew... you have a beer chris yeah, oh you
0: fuck yeah <laughs> <laughs>
2: <Are> you, before <laughs> the episode you're like i'm really I like, excited i was so excited beer. about
1: it i just started drinking it and forgot that and introduced <laughs> it all right so uh, this is an elevated cipher IPA from Crowns and Hops, a, a black owned brewery in the L.A. area. Um, cool. It's, it's uh, citra and mosaic, I believe. Uh, on the can it says, a.k.a. the big homies. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't think I'm cool enough to drink something like that.
1: I'm definitely not, but um, <laughs> I will say uh, taste absolutely delicious. Can you give it like a 30? Four, so that I avoid giving it the, the Chara score I feel like that'd be bad I, I energy. did that
2: on purpose too ah, shit.
1: Um, we'll get the Chara I, I was definitely listening to what Drew was saying uh, yeah, and cool. then drinkability as far as an IPA goes very drinkable Um we usually scale down IPAs a little bit because you know you don't want to be pounding those all day but yeah like a 21 Andrew Parents. yeah still hasn't answered our dm yeah uh yeah so as far as hockey goes um i guess drew you've been watching the bruins more than i have i uh oh maybe not
2: (laughs) well i work at night so it's been hard sometimes all right so no, I,
1: i just i didn't
2: watch the uh the last game where it was basically just the minor leaguers <laughs> playing, <laughs> the Providence Bruins played. Um, I went to the game on Monday uh, against the Islanders, I think. was it. I don't know. I got pretty damn drunk at the game. I was very, very hungover the next yeah, day.
1: <laughs> I, I didn't listen to the episode, but it sounded from the intro that you were uh, you were on one. That was oh, yeah. the the crowd, the crowd was decent. I mean,
2: I think it was the first game they opened it up to 25% capacity from 12.5%. Um, and, I don't know, the experience was a lot more normal. I mean, obviously, there's still social distancing and masks and everything. But, you know, I, when I had gone there earlier in the season, you had to, like, order your drinks online via an app, and then they tell you when it's ready to go pick up. Um, but you could just you know roam the freaking hallways. And like, that makes it sound like it's like high school or something. But, um, but yeah, you could just go up to beer stands at will. You could you know kind of hang out in the corridors there. Actually, we we took like a sip of our beer in I don't know what to call it in the hallway. What would you call it outside the ring? The
0: concourse
2: or co- yeah, yeah, concourse. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, that's
1: weird.
0: <laughs> um,
2: and then like some dude yelled at us like, "Hey, you gotta go to your seat." You're like, I just wanted to, like, taste my beer and give it a nice drinkability, tasteability review. That's all I was trying to do. Um, But, yeah, no, it was good. It was good hockey. We had good seats, too. But, yeah, definitely closer to normal than when I went earlier in the season. That's good.
1: Yeah, and, I mean, shouts to the CDC telling everybody uh, masks and distance are gone if you're vaccinated. So, that's cool.
0: Yeah, no doubt. I got my – I'm all vaxxed up.
1: What about you boys? Yeah, I'm, I'm vaxxed.
2: I got dose two on Monday. Ooh. Nice. Oh, I'm about, I'm getting dose two on Monday as well. Hell yeah. Not got.
1: <laughs> I, I had, uh, basically zero, uh, second dose symptoms and I was kind of disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's just like, yeah, I fucking kicked my ass. I was like, well, I don't know. Might as well chill in bed all day anyway. Right. Maybe it didn't take, <laughs> I mean, I hope it did. Cause I, uh, two weeks to the day after I, I got that dose, I flew to Texas and that's why I wasn't here uh,
0: yeah. for
1: the last couple of Cowboys, but
0: yeah. Cool. Yeah. Uh, I would say soreness in the arm and just tired, achy body was probably the only thing I got, uh, but it was, it subsided in a day. So yeah. my So that. my
1: recommendation is uh, for the listeners, not, Uh, well i guess drew as well uh just move your arm around as much as possible after you get that because it really reduces the the soreness i the the first one i i worked for the entire day after i got it and was like just sitting there with my arm on my desk or on on my chair like totally stationary and then like as soon as i got up i was like fuck i can't move my arm um and (laughs) Uh, had had trouble sleeping because I couldn't move my arm, and uh, then the next time you often
2: like, move your arms in your sleep.
1: I mean, like I, I got fall over <laughs> sometimes, you know. If you wake up, I don't, plus see, I, a I, I bed with.
2: when I fall asleep, I just stay in the same position. I like a lot of nights, I just like wake up. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> I, I have I have a lot of trouble when I wake I up,
1: it. like staying in that same spot. Like if I wake up in the middle of the night, I feel like I gotta just change it up.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, definitely. I'm an active. I'm an active sleeper as well. Like, <laughs> you gotta, you gotta um, get your uh, steps in. You know, <laughs> right? Exactly. I mean, you know, tell us you work at a desk job without telling us you work at a desk <laughs> job. Right? Like, ah, oh, you know, it was sleeping was the the most physically strenuous thing that I had to do after getting my uh, my, my shot. I'm like, oh fuck! All right, <laughs>
1: my my Apple Health app is a hilarious thing to look at over the past year because you can see exactly like when. I started teleworking and just like sitting on my couch all day and not doing anything. (laughs) Uh, Incredible stuff for basically an entire year was totally sedentary. Like I think by
0: the medical definition of sedentary. Uh, (laughs) Right. 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 Uh, No, I'm, I'm with you on that. I'm definitely, uh, I mean, I was already pretty chunky, but I'm I'm straight fat now I'd say. (sighs) Yeah. I mean,
1: I don't think there's a, any any shame for anybody coming out of uh, the pandemic looking like anything. Just roll roll with it and
0: uh, <laughs> I guess figure it out afterwards. Bad bond twenty twenty two. Let's go. Yeah, I. <laughs> Go I ahead, was just Drew. gonna say
2: I gained like seven pounds over the pandemic, which for me is like a good amount because yeah, like usually scary. I'm just stagnant at the same weight, super scrawny. Um, but I gained seven pounds. I was like, whoa! And I slowly saw it going up. I was like, good. I need to like I want to put a little bit of weight <laughs> on, some meat on those bones. And then I was like, oh, it's still going up. I don't know. <laughs> like at this at this pace, when I'm thirty, it's not going to be that great. So
1: yeah, uh, and then thirty, it's not great. I started
2: working like at a restaurant, you know, just wor- walking around, immediately shot down to my original weight at the beginning, like within three weeks. So I was like, oh, I just was sitting on my ass doing nothing. Okay, that's what it
1: was. Yeah, I, I think I, I maintained pretty much the exact same weight over the course of the pandemic, but I think the body composition has changed. There's a little uh, little muscle conversion into fat. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. No doubt. Uh should, we talk, uh should we talk hockey? I don't uh Is that what it, this is about? I thought we were just I don't know, It's saying. Generally sometimes about hockey.
2: Oh uh, no, it's it's bruise before uh, brewing. So ostensibly to this is gonna be
1: a playoff preview, but I think none of us <laughs> none of us know what's gonna happen. So it's gonna be easier to react to things. I guess so hockey troll. Yeah. Uh who I, this is a dumb question, but who, who are you most afraid of uh, going into this series on the Bruins?
0: Oh, the, you know, there's that perfection line. Um, don't call it that. It's the erection line. line. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, uh, so I did. I I was on the short shift podcast yet last night, um, and they were like, "Fucking don't call it that." <laughs> they were pissed off. Nobody oh, likes. So- it.
1: See I think I think they're more uh, against it just because it's a stupid name. We're more against it because we coined the erection line and we're trying to get it to catch on like 2 years later and no <laughs> one's yeah. and it still hasn't caught on. Yeah,
2: Jack we, Edwards hasn't gotten back to us on that. yet. I'm just waiting we, for him
1: to like drop it live
2: at some point.
1: Every time we tweet it out it gets somewhere between like 7 and 15 likes and a couple retweets and uh, it's never it's never blown up quite as much as we wanted it to. <laughs>
0: Hey, you know what? Consistency is key, boys. You just got to keep hammering it. Yeah, um, that's the goal. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know what? Honestly, I don't think it's one player or, or uh, one line. I think that the, the Bruins and you know uh, Jeremy Roenick actually said this a couple of years ago. RIP. Um, he <laughs> said, uh,
1: <laughs> "Man, I remember when Jeremy Roenick died. That was <laughs> that was a, a wild time."
0: Yeah, um he he's like you know if the Boston Bruins come out every year and and you know what you're going to get with them you just get varying to like you're going to get a sound defensive hockey club that plays well as a team um and I, that's what I'm afraid of you know if you can keep the caps out of the middle and then block shots there's not a lot even uh full health that <clears throat> that the caps have seemed to be able to do lately um you know there are these momentary, uh, I guess, sparks of brilliance that you'll see. I, I'm just not sure that if if you can do it for seven games, which I think that this this series is probably going to go six or seven. I don't see it going any shorter. Um, you know, I think that every other place that we we match up, except I mean, we'll we'll probably hold the puck a lot in the offensive zone. Just whether we do anything with it is is the big key. So, who knows? Um, I'm, that's what I'm worried about is the team game for the Bruins. You know, um, I was talking last night again with the short shift guys. So that's a second plug. They owe me for sure. Um, we, we've never plugged them on this podcast. So, uh, they, they really <laughs> owe you. <laughs> um, I would say like the, uh, you know, the physicality between the two teams is probably going to be pretty evident early on. Um, you guys have been pretty beat up. We've been, we apparently possibly maybe it's a farce, maybe it's not, um, have been (laughs) beat up (laughs) and I am, I'm not sure what that first, I'm I'm interested to see how they come out Saturday. If everybody's just like, so fucking amped that they're just like ready to bang. Uh, usually when the caps aren't doing anything offensively, they're just like, well, I'm going to go hit somebody, which is great. That's what I love about them. So, I'm wondering how physical they're going to be. I think the fourth line is going to give you trouble. I think that you're going to get a lot of, we're going to try to mismatch you on the fourth line. Right. So we have home ice advantage last change uh, for four of the games, if it goes seven. So, and then, and then the first two. So I think that the erection line uh, will be matched up against the fourth line and Dowd Hathaway and Hagelin. Um I'll say this. If, if, that line the four our fourth line starts scoring on you i mean that's a bad that's a bad look for you so i think that'd be a great indicator of of the team's vibe there and and if they can start getting some puck luck and and knocking some in i mean it's uh that's definitely a strong start um especially if our top end talent's going to be going to be out in who knows so i guess i mean that's the the shittiest thing to say but but that's literally like all I have to stand on right now is how good the fucking fourth fucking line has been. Um, <laughs> Check out this fourth line, baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. Right. I'm sure you really wanted me to come in and start talking about the fucking muckers and grinders and the, and on our team. But uh, you know, like I said, I, I, I Oh, is, is such a huge piece. The complexion of the team changes when Ovechkin's on the ice and just on the bench, you know, when he's playing, um, you know, When you have a blue line that has the one-two punch of Carlson and Justin Schultz on the offensive end, I mean, that's great. But, you know, again, 100% speculation. So 100% healthy. I'm thinking that we take a seven game series right now. Who the fuck knows? Somebody's going to have to be a hero. That's for sure. And I have no idea who it's going to be.
1: So as the hockey troll, how often do you
0: troll Yinzers about uh, snagging Justin Schultz from them? Uh, well, you know what? They think it's some sort of like pride that they have, like, oh, you got our, you got our players that we don't want anymore. And we shove that right up their hoop with oh, and, A- and, A- and Hagelin too. Yeah. And hags. Yeah, we do. I mean, these are all good players that, uh, I mean, I guess the, the penguins have moved on from, so they're on the, the sloppy seconds train apparently, but you know, that's, uh, I mean, what are we in high school? This is, uh, this is, uh, you know what you'd expect from the dumbest 10 percent of all human population and penguins fans so <laughs> <laughs> uh, i'll never i'll never pass up a chance to shit on a penguins fan uh that's for sure uh that's uh that's that's the whole brand baby you know <laughs> honestly like uh yeah i'm a caps fan but uh, also a penguins fan hater and penguins hater. so you know they're matched up against the islanders I would absolutely love to see them not come out of the the first round because I have a bet with Berlansky that the Caps are going to make it farther than the Pink. I mean, he was this was pre this is in the preseason. We made this bet. I, I said that the the Penguins weren't even going to make the playoffs. Uh, yeah, that was <laughs> ill advised. I mean, it's this I, is it wasn't cool. it wasn't so far off, right? You know, <laughs> it wasn't I don't like know they
2: finish at the top of the, the division or anything like that.
1: <laughs> uh, they, <laughs> There was a period of time where it looked like maybe the Rangers were going to make a run and like,
0: yeah, somebody and could have squeezed out. Off, they started off so shitty, and then the league's like, "Oh well, we'll give you the easiest last half of the schedule for in the entire league. Like, let's do that. You know, you're going to have to match up eight times against the powerhouse Buffalo and New Jersey Devils. What <laughs> the fuck? The, the um, Bruins
1: got Buffalo like seven
0: times in the second half. <laughs> yeah. All right. I mean, you guys had a a mediocre schedule, but I mean, not the fucking cupcake schedule that the the Penguins had. So, of course, that gets shoved up my hoop. Um, but the the final bet is, I have to buy a jersey of Berlansky's choosing if mm-hmm. if the Penguins go farther, like in the playoffs, than than the Caps. So. I mean, if we both lose in the first round, that's going to be fucking awkward. We're going to have to go by games, I guess. Uh, so, in any case, I guess I'm hoping this goes Cole, seven. Total
2: goals four. Yeah, <laughs> I, mean, I don't know.
0: what the tie- And then the, we haven't even discussed tiebreaker. So, There's a, like, cross Regulation, overtime, Ovechkin, penalty minutes. Overtime, uh, penalty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, I'll probably just, like... Die on some ridiculous hill about it and, and call this whole fucking bet a fraud or I don't know. Uh, I'm, I'm sure, <laughs> I'm sure <laughs> interested that. what
1: uh, I mean. He's probably not going to listen to this, but it, it, so interested what Scherzy
0: you think he
1: would make you get?
0: Oh, he's definitely making me get the eighty-seven for sure, uh-huh. for mm-hmm. sure. Um I don't even i I want to tell you what I'm going to make him get, but just in case, it, should I out? not? I don't know. I don't want to jinx it, uh, and I don't you, want him to know. Like I don't want him to know. So
1: yeah, yeah. You, you don't have flip. to don't have to okay. put that
0: energy out there. Uh, yeah, keep that quiet. Um, <laughs> I promise I'll give you guys an exclusive in the future. Okay, there we go. Yeah, <laughs> first to know the Bruins fans.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I don't know what I would do for. I, I feel like I would make you get like a random, like somebody who rode Crosby's line for a while and is no longer on the team. Uh, I don't, I don't even know if those are. Oh, like available. But, you yeah, know, this, we got <laughs> I, I feel like if you're doing like f- former penguins who are now uh, caps, that doesn't really work. Cause
0: yeah. Right. It's just
1: like, yeah. I mean like we, we have this guy, like I just have his Jersey um are are you are you like forced to
0: wear it anywhere or you just have to own? oh yeah i you got oh you guys are i forgot you're you're new on the network but uh generally we uh we used to do after hours where everybody would just get shit-faced hammered at like 10 p.m 11 p.m we'd start the show and it'd be like three hours of ridiculous nonsense like eight of the hosts from all around the league just getting drunk and talking uh and we have to wear we have to wear that shirt to every single uh, after hours during the off season. I
1: feel like we got invited to after hours and just couldn't make it. And I, so I think that was like one of the selling points for Isha, like bringing us on the network was like, you guys have no idea how well you're going to fit in here. <laughs> we're like, All right, cool, man.
0: <laughs> I, one, one night I blacked out. I just had a big one of those big, like huge bottles of like yellow tail wine oh, <laughs> drink the whole thing in one after hour show that's a lot that's a lot of like I, mean, I think it was like a merlot so i was just like like <clears throat> like choking this thing down um yeah eventually i was just like murmuring into the mic uh there's a lot of a lot of embarrassing on
1: my other ch- podcast we call that going to prison <laughs> yeah <laughs> from uh, from the excellent Nicolas Cage movie, National Treasure. Uh, someone's right. got to go to prison, Ben. And uh, <laughs> if you're the drunkest,
0: you went to prison. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, I was definitely in federal prison for sure. Death row. <laughs> Death row. <laughs> so, Drew, uh, from, from your
1: perspective... Yeah. what are you ex- what are you excited about and what are you worried about uh, in the in the coming I would say like games one and two what are you looking forward to what are you dreading I'm looking forward to watching game two because I'm gonna
2: be working during game one uh, but no, no, for, for real though um, I think it's always a good battle between the caps and the Bruins it's always highly competitive uh, which I really like especially in a first round because it's not really like oh the well I would use Tampa and Columbus as an example, but that went the, uh, the unlikeliest direction possible. Um, is team in Columbus? Yeah. <laughs> um, not this year. Um, <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so I really like that it's always competitive, competitive between these two teams, um, and you really don't. Even if one is favored over the other, I do favor the Bruins, not just bias-wise, but um, – Still, you don't know which way it's going to go. I am worried about, on the Bruins side of things, I'm worried about depth scoring because we've seen some of it and we see the first and second lines doing a lot of it. But as we've seen in past playoff runs when, well, mainly when it was just the top line doing all the producing, they get shut down. What happens then? Um, But if you shut down, if you're the caps and you shut down either the first line or the second line, then it's, I am still worried because you can't just rely on one line the entire way to the cup. It's impossible to do that. Uh, the Bruins almost did, <laughs> and it didn't go too well in game seven when they got in the first line got shut down. So Fucking hosed on, no uh, was tripped <laughs> on the, uh, yeah, we'll die on that hill too. The hill upon which the rock upon yeah, which creature
1: upon which the church of great yeah. cheese. Yeah.
2: Um, yeah. I'm worried. Well, always worried about Ovechkin. Uh, whenever he's on the ice, it's
1: a goal could occur from the. I his would defensive zone, and it'll be. <laughs> I'm curious have the in his if zone, anyone's ever done like a just. All right, we'll just have a four on three going on on the power play, and just stick someone on Ovi because I feel like he's always open at the top of the dot or top of the circle.
0: You know, I think he <laughs> and a lot of his criticism comes, he just stands in one place. And then, you know, whenever I hear that, he goes like to the front of the net and buries like a cheap one or deflection goal. You're just like, what the fuck? That's insane. Um, You know, there is a lot to be said about his team and how they move the puck. Uh, There's a lot of gifted distributors on the Washington Capitals when they're healthy. So the, I think a lot of the credit goes to them, but also, I mean, he finds those spots. I mean, he's, he's elusive uh, to a point uh but the thing is that he needs no time i mean that's and that's the skill in itself being able to stand in one spot and still score and everybody knows it's coming right um the amount of time that he needs to get off such a ridiculous ripper is is not enough for a defenseman to react to i mean it's it's ridiculous it's uh that's why he's, you know, you can't teach that shit. That's something that you're like born with, you know, like you can't teach a boxer how to punch. They're just, they just have that hitting power. You know, nobody taught Mike Tyson how to left uppercut people to death. So uh, that's, that's kind of my explanation to it, but uh, I'm glad he is back for sure. Um, I think a lot of people have asked me like, well, do you think he's hundred percent? I do. Yeah. So I, I mean, any, but I would take, and I, I, you know, I would take a, a uh, 75% Ovechkin over anybody else in the league to to score that goal, you know? So even if he's at 75%, I, I'm, I'm happy with it as long as he's out there skating. Um, and I know you didn't watch the last game, but the last game he opened his, his, the game up with a big hit, always good to see that, you know, it means that he's physically engaged. He's not afraid of any sort of nagging injury. Um, and, uh, he had like seven shots on net. swayman stopped them or they were blocked, but I mean, he had like 10 attempts. I mean, the dude was, he was definitely out there trying to get that last, those last three to get that. Like, what is it like 11, like 15 consecutive 30 goal seasons or some shit. That's insane. Um, yep. <laughs> so I, I, it sucks to see that records there, that that streak snapped. And you know, for the majority of the season, I don't give a fuck if the if the Capitals lost, as long as they're in playoff contention, and Ovi was scoring. So, you know, he's what one away from Dion, and he's not going to get that in the regular season now. So brutal, but um, you know, it is what it is, and, and I'm sure he's focused on winning. So, yeah. Uh,
2: another another fear I have is Tom Wilson. Uh, which I feel like oh, he was. We're, ine- we're gonna have that conversation now. He was inevitably gonna come up. Oh, well, I wanted to wait until I had one. One image. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I am afraid in a in a seven game series. I, I think in any uh, playoff series, even if the teams have literally never met before, there's gonna be some beef that comes up between them. It's just when you're playing the, and we've we've seen it too in the regular season where you're only facing your division. Like I never really foresaw us having. I don't know, bad blood with like the Islanders. There was a couple occasions where there was some uh, in New Jersey and uh, I think inevitably there's going to be some bad blood and I'm worried about what someone like Tom Wilson could do if he's involved in that.
1: Um, Yeah. Yeah. Generally in the playoffs, it's a little less fighting, a little more physical on the ice. The refs let a little more go. Um, Interested in – whose fear is is greater the fear of the Bruins fans of Tom Wilson hurting someone on the Bruins or the fear of the caps fans of Tom Wilson getting suspended
0: for doing something like that uh so f- I mean I'm Tom Wilson's a the, the whole narrative now is like he's too valuable of a player to be to be suspended and you know I agree and I'm sure he feels like there's just a you know, a target on his back from the department of, of player safety, uh, whatever kangaroo court they're running. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I just, I, hmm, you know, I think Tom Wilson's going to probably try to keep it as clean as possible, but still be a physical presence. Um, you know, he's a 20 goal scorer. The guy's a stud. I mean, he can still contribute yeah. in so many other ways, uh, both defensively and offensively So I think that the the message is, is loud and clear after the last debacle uh where he just got that fine and and you know I think that he's going to refrain from a lot of after whistle stuff and to be completely honest Tom Wilson has never been that guy I mean he'll fight right and he'll he'll he's a great fighter uh and but a lot of his all of his suspensions have come from, between the whistle play, right? Just hitting too hard uh, or, you know, high, if you will. Um, so I feel that, you know, that sort of fear of him being suspended for going crazy is, is for me, that's a non-issue. Uh, what I'd like to see him do is start lighting it up. It'd be good to see him score, make some plays happen. You know, do what he does best and create space for the other guys uh, on the team.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm, uh, I'm worried about who answers the bell if, uh, if something bad happens. But yeah, I think, I think generally the, I mean, as Bruins fans, we've had to deal with maybe over uh, what, like two years ago and prior, the, you know, the Brad Marchand questions and, you know, it's a different type of playing on the edge. Marchand more (laughs) of like a, a, like finds interesting ways to cheap shot people. And Tom Wilson does it the more traditional way. Um, Right. But you know, it's, it's one of those things where it's like, uh, generally when the playoffs come, you get one more relaxed, officiating more, more relaxed department of player safety and, Two, the guys generally keep it tighter and and don't do anything dangerous. And I mean, both of those guys have have played in the playoffs plenty of times, and it's been fine. And uh, I don't know about Tom Wilson, but I know Brad Marchand has done some stupid shit in the playoffs. But um, I I think licking, but
0: licking. And I I believe he uh, suspension worthy shit. Right. Yeah. He, he
1: he did some, he did some shit in the 2011, uh, Stanley cup finals that, uh, would have been suspendable during the regular season, but wasn't, um, at at that point. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, you'd be an idiot if you weren't worried about Tom Wilson lighting somebody up. I mean, it, it happens. And I I mean, even if it's legal like that, that's a worry. Um, and uh, especially with some, uh, a lot of the injuries the, the Bruins have sustained this year, uh, including Brandon Carlo, who was injured by Tom Wilson. Um, and, I mean, if if Andre Kasha comes back, that's just like a keep that guy fucking away. Yeah. Um, just... <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, that's uh, he, he's going to be a big focal point of um, trying to figure out what the Bruins are doing, and that's, that's kind of a worry of... Uh, the coaching staff trying to you know get around that and maybe because this Bruins team isn't as as physical a team as they have been in the past and as much as I I think the game has gone has trended more towards skill I mean if you have somebody who is both skilled and physical like Tom Wilson that's a kind of a unicorn in the league now and I mean not to I mean Alex Ovechkin still can do both those things as well so I mean it's a, uh, it, it is a problem. And, and the Bruins have some of those guys that, that can do both. Charlie McAvoy kind of stands out as a guy who's pretty physical on the back end. And, um, I, I, there are a few Bruins forwards who don't shy away from contact, but for the most part, it's coming from the defensive end. And I mean, let's not forget about Zidane O'Chara too, who does to bring that, right. bring that style of play. And, uh, I think if there's one way that, uh, especially in playoff hockey, the Caps can out-physical uh, out the Bruins, it's with those those guys.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't think that there's really a team that can step to us on the physicality side, uh, even when we're depleted, probably even more so when we're depleted, uh, because that's really kind of what we're relying on, is to grind down in a battle of attrition in a low-scoring affair the other team, if, if we're not going to be able to light it up uh, on the scoreboard, we'll definitely make you pay for every step you take. Um, so, you know, and I mean, you, you mentioned Chara, but there's also Brendan Dillon, there's Dmitry Orlov, probably one of the better, uh, hip checkers in the entire league. Uh, you know, John Carlson's no, no, uh, no tiny guy. That's for sure. Um, you know, even Nick Jensen, Justin Schultz, like those guys, they're, they're still ready to to hit to to bang. Um, somebody who's really kind of st- uh, been played recently due to our depth problems, who has really been on the shelf for most of the uh, as a healthy scratch most of the season, is uh, Trevor Van Riemsdyk, who has really played some solid D. You know, he's he's a great passer. I, I, some of his passes are next level um, on the stretch. So somebody to watch out. There. I mean, he's not going to be, you know, John Carlson minutes, but he's definitely, you know, a good middle pair guy. So, and, you know, Laviolette seems to be comfortable with throwing the lines in a blender on the defensive end, especially uh, trying to find somebody who compliments Chara well, because, you know, Chara's a little older, a little slower, but he's still just massive. So you want to have a guy that if the off chance that Chara gets beat, beat clean he can come in and clean up the garbage, but also needs to be able to move the puck the other way uh, where Chara is more of, you know, at this point, stay at home.
2: Yeah. What the, uh, what the Bruins did was, you know, when they had McAvoy, it was pairing with him, which was great. You know, Chara's great shutdown D and then McAvoy can do it all. Uh, And then prior to that, one of my favorite Bruins of all time, Dennis Seidenberg, who was also just the shutdown defenseman, uh, they were paired together and that worked, you know, in 2011, when it was, uh, Claude Julien's style of play, which was just shut down D basically, and then kind of figure out what you could do on offense from there. Uh, no need for a power playing your power play, uh, quarterback's going to be caberlet, which, uh, you know, worked out great. Definitely helped their power play that year. Um, but yeah, I think that's interesting to see also as it's evolved. But yeah, especially at this point, uh, Chara does need someone who's really offensively sound um, to kind of help out on that pair because yeah, his he had some great offensive upside, not just his slap shot, but he could move the puck and he could move pretty damn well for a guy who's who of his size. But yeah, he does need some help at this age. He definitely has slowed down and uh, seen it over the past like six or seven years every year he's a little bit slower and it's like god it, at one point it just got to be just get the puck off his stick like literally just opt <laughs> to McAvoy I don't care you could be in a great position Charge, just give it to McAvoy and let him do the work <laughs> I don't want the puck on your stick
1: I, I don't know if it was the case this year at all but uh over the past maybe decade he's been like the human delay of game just uh, putting the puck in the stands uh was a calling card of his.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he's done that yet this year. Um, Incredible stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know what? He came to D.C. with a chip on his shoulder, though. He wanted to prove the entire hockey world that he's not washed. And I think he did. You know, I mean, I think he did a good job. Uh, got him for cheap. And he's been a pivotal part of the team. Uh, you know, great locker room presence. I don't think he's anywhere near. I'm. I uh, could be wrong. He might've been wearing an A in the recent swath of injuries, but I don't think so. You know, I don't think he's been, and I don't think he's been captain alternate, any of that. Uh, he's just kind of that veteran that all the guys look up to. So, you know, <clears throat> I'm happy with the acquisition. I'm glad that he's playing pissed off because the Bruins have absolutely rubbed him the wrong way. Um, and it's almost, you know, when you look at that, offseason acquisition it's almost just kind of like he's got to be coming out with some extra fire shouts to
1: oscar Steen who uh drove him into the boards during the uh providence bruins uh washington capitals game <laughs> right right and i mean nobody nobody wants to fuck with chara i mean it's a five foot nine oscar
0: Steen. <laughs> uh yeah um and speaking of that game, do you see the game winner at all, like with a second left? I mean, the distance. Yeah. So amazing. Uh, and that's Raffles' first goal. Would love to see more from him. He's uh, been filling in at times at center, but that's another depth play that we made that's somewhat paying off, I guess. I mean, you know, it's, it's like I said, so hard to see, to even think about what this team is right now, uh, as far as the Caps go. Uh, I want to, I want to feel like we're going to go into the Saturday and it's just like going to be waking up from a nightmare and everybody's just like hundred percent ready to go. Um, I think that if that happens, you know, the Bruins are in trouble. Uh, I don't think that you have the depth that we do when we're, when we're whole, fully healthy, when we're at, we're in uh full speed. So that's just, I guess, I mean, that's my one jab I'll throw. I'll probably throw more, but. That's
1: fine. <laughs> uh, so who's, who's the goaltender? Um, Who do you you think is going to be the goaltender? It should be Vanacek.
0: Uh, Best rookie in the league, uh, most wins. Uh, He wasn't even slated to be in the NHL this year. Lundquist goes down. We give the professional tryout to um, Craig Anderson. And just as we were talking, I kind of just quickly Googled Washington Capitals just to see like any buzz. And they're supposedly refusing to announce who the uh, number one goalie is in the playoffs, which is.
1: I I did. I did see that. That's why I asked why who you thought it was. Also, uh, PTO stands for Player Training Operative. Uh, I don't know if you knew that, but (laughs) (laughs) we had
2: an episode where uh, I forget who was on a PTO for the
1: Bruins, but we were talking about it. No, it it was uh, it was Mike Hoffman for uh, for the Blues.
2: And i I couldn't remember what it was in my truck and stay it was player training operative. so uh, that's that's what we call it on this podcast, you know, undercover uh, operation <laughs> going on,
0: yeah, okay. so for like one second there, my uh, my slow mind was like, "Does it really? And then I thought <laughs> yeah, <wouldn't> uh, <laughs> um, so uh, Vancheck, I think it should be Vancheck. Who the fuck? I mean, Samsonov is technically still on the taxi squad, like as of today, Um, but is in COVID protocol a second time this year. I mean, that dude's that dude's in the back of the shed for me. He needs to really prove himself. He made a really after the COVID thing in the beginning of the season, he really stepped up, had some really great games. I was feeling I was like riding high. I was like, this is a great one two goalie punch. VTech takes a shit. Sammy steps in, and then now there's fuel on the fire for like who's gonna start next game. I mean, this is amazing. This is a good goalie tandem. Uh during this time when Sammy was out in the first time, I went back all the way to like pre-Oli Kolzig era and <laughs> Only like two goalies who have been chosen by the league. Uh, and that was like Theodore, who, you know, we know how that ended. And, yeah. um, and one other fucking guy, uh, okay. Char- yeah, somebody, some no name that actually like, was like, you're going to be a starter and then started the whole year uh, after that season though he was beat out of the net. That person was beat out of the net with somebody else. So if you want to start in DC, you have to steal the net. Um, that's my kind of MO on it. And my, my assessment, um, you know, Braden Holtby, he stole it from new Earth, who stole it from. You ever seen that uh, Futurama episode where like uh, Fry goes into the, like the water people's planet and they, he, he drinks their King and then has to recite everybody who drank. The- <laughs> uh, that's what I feel like. It's like, uh, as far as the goalies usurping each other um i think vtech has proven himself time and time again to be a solid goaltender for one and he has made leaps and bounds in development just this year you know he was a bad rebound goalie uh every once in a while uh in the beginning he's really cleaned that up uh the defense has also kind of been more comfortable in front of him so <clears throat> when you when you look at that for me it's vtech I don't even know if Samsonov's going to be in the uh, playoffs, you know, like if he's really got COVID, you know, it's the second time in a year, dude. Like, are you going to like be able to breathe? Like, are you, are your kidneys failed? I don't know what, nobody knows what this with this virus causes long-term. Like, are you going to be okay? Um, But like I said, if he bounces back before, you know, I'd love to have him, but you know, there's a lot of drama with him and Kuznetsov as to how this actually happened. Uh, both late to a team event. Um, press came out and said it was a team decision to bench him, to healthy scratch both of them for one game. Then the next game, it's like, oh, they have COVID now too, by the way. So you're like, holy fuck. Kuznetsov has been on it for like nine days. Uh, Samsonov is apparently still on it, yet got demoted to the taxi squad. Craig Anderson got his final and third start of the season. Uh, you know, when it comes to goaltending matchup, you have a, you know, all time great and Tuka Rask and then this Swayman kid seems to have, you know, his Mm. shit in one pile as a young goalie. Uh, when I see those two and then I see VTech and Craig Anderson, you know, it started off great, but the last half is just a shit show, you know, nothing against Anderson. I think he's, I think he's a good goalie, but in limited capacity, you know?
1: Yeah, I think we gotta Drew, we gotta go through every episode we have a uh, somebody who covers a different team on and just clip everything that good that they say about Tugarask and just release yeah. an episode of that. Yes. Um, for sure. It, it, <laughs> for some reason, uh there's the just the shittiest portion of Bruins nation that
0: fucking hates Tugarask and <laughs> It's like the Penguins fans of Bruin Nation. Yeah, no, I get it. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, uh, and I've seen it a lot. I mean, real vile shit, especially when he like opted out of the bubble because his daughter was hospitalized. Like, bro, come the fuck on. Uh,
1: Yeah, we, uh, I don't know, we made a pretty clear stance on that. uh, And I think we lost that portion of (laughs) of our
0: listenership, and I don't regret it. (laughs) <laughs> yeah good fuck him. uh I, I don't know how you can take the goalie who's been there f- for what it's been like a decade now it's been like 10 years yeah.
2: right? yeah it has been because yeah he backed up uh in 2011 i
0: think he, he started, started
1: the year before yeah and then was t- backed up and then started he was,
0: he was the starter yeah. yeah yeah i mean this has been the backbone of your club the the face of the net you know for a decade and you know just because the bums in front of him couldn't get it done doesn't mean shit uh you know, I it's uh, that's a tough look. That's a that's a tough look. I would I would go to bat for Tuka Rask for sure. Um, so so yeah, he's he's you know we've had good luck against him, but what the fuck does that mean in the playoffs? Nothing to me it means nothing. Um, I hope it continues, but that's you know, hoping <laughs> to get shit in the other and see what happens. Which hand fills up first, right?
2: Um, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, go ahead. Oh, uh, and just something else I did want to bring up. I don't know if you guys saw this, but uh, Marshawn kind of cracked a joke about how Chara knows the Bruins code words and how that's going to be an issue. And then Cam Neely, now president of the Bruins, is like, uh, well, the quotes here, I never heard him say it, but I'm reading the quote and it's like, I think Marshy Dash. There's no code words, so he like was about to just go off on our ship for a bit. And then he's like, I think, Mark, there's no code words, I'm not going down that road. Um, but I really hope there are code words and that,
1: and <laughs> I'm wondering they, what the <laughs> I know
2: exactly, and I kind of want to figure that out. So if the Bruins. Had a code word, Chris. What would you think it was? And I want to ask you, Hockey Troll, if the Caps had code words, what would they be? What were Bruins had a code be?
1: word? Um, I don't know. It'd probably what be like, you? It'd probably be like face lick. Um, <laughs> Damn, you took mine. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's all I can think about post uh, post second dose, where it's I'm just gonna be out like licking everybody's faces and hoping they're okay with it
0: <laughs> yeah yeah maybe it's um maybe it's just like bear 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 right like you just say that and it means like drop pass or something like or i'm behind you i don't know uh i mean i play hockey and and we don't have any code words i just make stupid fucking noises a lot and oh! noise. <laughs> exactly right you know like the whoop 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 just like <laughs> doing that um just to see if anybody sees that i'm open they never do uh the only thing that the only thing no, that they, works they see you they see you are open they just don't want to give you the puck. <laughs> yeah, just straight up looks looking me off. I mean that's that's very possible as well. maybe I'm just delusional. You um, got to get
1: really good at impressions of your teammates.
0: <laughs> the only <laughs> thing that does work is because I'm incredibly loud. I mean it's obnoxiously loud. The only thing that works is if I scream their name and so then they look up and and then by that time they've they've coughed the puck up. And I'm skating back the other way, anyways. So uh, you
1: skate back the other way in fucking
0: pickup hockey or
1: whatever. Uh
0: yeah. Beer league. Oh, oh. This is not pickup hockey. This is very organized and, and competitive beer league. Okay. Okay. Let's uh, let's get it right. This it's, is it's, it's very beer very league. Beer league A. <laughs> uh, try D, like upper D. Uh, but, <laughs> but let there's a caveat. The league, the league, though the rink, the the the. I mean, it's all. Different in every rink, but the rink only goes up to like C, so I think we're like in the middle of the row, in the middle of the pack, upper middle, maybe extra medium, extra medium, yeah. We'll, we'll call yeah. back there for uh, <laughs> Drew's cider. It's the name of the
2: uh, episode. Extra
0: yeah. medium. Extra medium, yeah. Um. So yeah, that's uh, I don't know. That's that's interesting. Why would he say that? And who the hell did Mark say that too? <laughs> He said it to the media. Um,
2: and I think it's just knowing Marshy's fucking kidding, but I like how like Cam Neely had to clear it up that he was kidding. Cause he was, Cam Neely was then asked about it by the press.
1: <laughs> I just, in my, in my head, like in my brain, I know that Brad Marchand signed the contract he signed because it was before he broke out, like in full in my heart. He signed the contract. He signed because management knew how good he was, but they were like, oh, "Fuck this guy!" <laughs> <laughs> all right, you can, like you can be here for the next eight years, but really, yep. you just needed like, you, but you need to. Anyone's gonna deal with you for eight years?
0: They're like, man, this guy looks like he fucking lick, licks faces. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> this guy looks like a face licker if I've ever seen one. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, uh shocked he can reach faces to lick with with that nose. But oh, yeah. well, when
2: you go after guys like Komarov, yeah. or
1: well, you Komarov know, so. Kam- was asking for it cuz he always wears his uh, visor up. <laughs> that, that, that's my stance on it like, and it, where, like it where really defeats the purpose of which, the visor. Is, which is technically against league rules so like i think that washes out
0: <laughs> yeah not, not to You're defend but face but
1: it's kids can't cancel each, each other out
0: <laughs> i mean when i saw the when i saw the face lick uh I was fucking, I was, I was like, I love this. I like Marshan. I mean, he's a great player. Uh, he's only gotten better over the years. And I, I love that he's such a rat and hated polarizing figure. Um, when that happened, my buddy, my buddy made a meme that's, that was Marshawn, like, like, ah, like full tongue out licking Comrade's uh, face. And it said it was like Marshawn's face was me. And then, I call Rob it was like your mama's booty hole like <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah yeah so I sure is a
1: good a, a, one. a much more innocent version was uh we, we did a we did a few uh Valentine's Day cards and one of the ones that I made was uh, just <laughs> Martian licking and like this is going to be us post covid <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's a good one that's a good one not as crude a little bit more for the masses, there. <laughs> we, we, we did them for the masses. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, I mean, uh, so are we gonna do? Are we gonna do predictions? Are we gonna predict? Mm-hmm. Don't so finish off on some predictions.
1: I don't usually do predictions, but I will allow
0: you guys to do them. Oh, no,
2: I want to hear yours, Chris. Global.
0: Yeah, I mean, if we're gonna do it, you have to fucking do it. You coward. fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll go yeah, first. I mean.
1: I, I I notoriously uh, hate hate predictions because hockey is like the least predictable thing. It's like predicting uh like blackjack or whatever, like hey, I'm
0: gonna get these cards. Right. Uh yeah, probably blackjack's probably easier to count on a nine deck. Definitely, uh, yeah. For sure. But uh I mean I'm I'm saying caps and seven, boys. Uh I've gotta I've gotta be a homer here, you know. The the, the outlook looks bleak, but you know, we just beat you. Uh, well, we just beat Providence um, with a ridiculous. I mean, dude, that that puck was behind the goal line by like a foot, and Raffle just the disrespect to to bounce it off Swayman's head and in the net was just like mm, chef's kiss. Well, Welcome to the lead, uh, Rook. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm gonna say uh, I'm gonna say that the Caps are going to hack together, uh, duct tape everyone together, and shoot them up full of cortisone and uh and painkillers and say last games of the season boys let's go um you know and and basically kick them out there so i think everybody will play i don't think that there's anybody who won't play uh how well they play is a whole nother story but uh you know they all probably should have targets on their back for every single person who's going to lay a body on the Bruins team. So, but in any case, I think that we're well equipped to handle the physicality. We're bigger. Um, so yeah, uh, caps and seven. Drew, what you got? Games will be played.
2: Teams will win. Players will score. Uh, I think Bruins in six. Um, I think as the series goes along with that physical edge, Washington has the tips more and more in their favor. Um, I think if the Bruins win, it will be, I think if it's a short series, it's the Bruins. If it's a seven game series uh, it's up in the air, but I think Bruins in six, I definitely don't see it being a sweep, but as we've said, hockey is dumb to predict hard to predict,
1: but yeah, on that note, I have the Islanders in two um i think the the bruins are gonna win the first two games and then the nhl is gonna be like whoa that was too crazy uh you guys gotta switch and then the islanders are gonna play the the next two games against the caps and they're gonna win those two games um yeah i i i I had the bruins in six as well i i don't know just a just a feeling um if the bruins are gonna win i don't i don't think it's gonna be in seven i think it's gonna be in six
0: what is the what is the justification for not this not going? I mean, six is still a long series. I'll give you that. But what what's the just? Do you think that the in? I mean, are you just like like mm, licking your lips, like rubbing your palms together, like salivating? So
1: I, so I I wanted this series to be like the the I guess division finals mm-hmm. um, because I, I think the two teams have the most bad blood between each other and um, probably one of the best you know matchups between each other but um yeah i mean aside from the penguins i, I would most like to play the caps in terms of um you know a, a team that i think the bruins could potentially score on i think goaltending is really in, important in the playoffs and um vannecheck as as stupid as it is to cite like small sample sizes in the regular season vannecheck didn't really do well against the bruins and um, and, and I really love what the Bruins have with this second line right now. I think Drew's worries of if you shut down one line, like you can't win with another line. I think that's why you have two first lines. Yeah, like no, for sure. Um I, I don't share those worries. And uh plus I fucking love Mike Riley. Mm-hmm. Fuck yeah, Mike Riley. Mike uh, Riley. I think he's going to so score gonna the be,
2: game winner. I think he's going to be huge. Game
1: one. Um Game and, one
2: uh, game winner, Mike Riley. Yeah, Let's go. Uh, um
1: It's yeah, that, I think that th- those are my reasons why I think it's a, a Bruins win in six. But also, like, it could really easily also be like a
0: caps in five situation. So that's why I don't like doing these predictions. <laughs> no, I hear you. Um, I, I think this is going to be a long series either way. I think that we're too evenly matched. Uh, one thing, you know, it's interesting you bring up goaltending being so important in the playoffs. I absolutely agree. I have a, I have a rule, and I think that you can... You know, it's purely anecdotal, but I think you can probably go back to most Stanley Cup winners, and and this rule holds true: that your goaltender in the playoffs needs to steal on a. So, for every Stanley Cup winner, the goaltending uh, tandem has stolen four games uh, in that entire run. Right. So they could all be in the first round and, you know, the goalie puts a team on the back in the first round or they could be one per series that they play. But of uh, on average, the goalie, I think, needs to steal a game for every playoff round that you participate in to win the cup. And, for you know, that's four rounds. so That's that's four steals <clears throat> at a minimum at a minimum, right. You know, you, obviously we've seen goalies do a lot more, you know, I look back all the way to like Jaguar for the ducks, you know, um, though, that was obviously a lot more. Um, but that's my rule that the goalie needs to steal for. And then generally goalies, if, 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 they steal for, they kind of pit the, they're there, they need help from the team at that point. Right. So that's my, that's my assessment. I don't know if, VTech can steal four. Um, I want to believe he can. Uh, maybe it's VTech in three and Craig Anderson steals one. You know, that'd be nice. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Craig Anderson is like a, a beloved player in the NHL and a, like a, a great story. So that would be, that'd be cool if he did that, but I, I hope it's not against
0: the Bruins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, I'll definitely chirp you for that. Um <laughs> But, uh, but, yeah, I mean, I, I'm, in any case, this is the best time in sports, hands down. <clears throat> hockey. hockey. Yeah, um, I don't think that there's any tournament uh, on the planet aside from, you know, maybe some great Olympic tournaments or that are hockey. Uh, <laughs> maybe. Even World Cup. I mean, come on. I mean, World Cup's great and soccer, you know. I'm sure that gets a lot more that that definitely gets a lot more love, but it's a lot. Of at, it. <laughs> yeah. To the tune of like a billion, but yeah. uh, a billion more. But, um, you know, when I when I look at it, I mean, it, stateside, especially like, you know, best time of the, of the year, hockey playoffs. And this year it's uh, in the summer. So, you know, honestly, really excited to put up the uh, projector in the backyard and watch some playoff hockey outdoors. Oh, that's sick. Hot boy summer. Let's go yep. hot. Playoff. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, yeah. uh, thanks for coming on, man. We really appreciate it. Uh, we'll, uh, you know, maybe, maybe do like a post-mortem, depending on, on whether the Bruins win or not, because <laughs> maybe I don't want to face the V-sick otherwise.
0: yeah Uh, but maybe maybe get Polly involved as well Uh, Absolutely, we'll have to we'll have to have you on the show um you know we've done we always like to extend the the old you know interview for interview or collab for collab on the caps Chirp podcast so yeah we'll uh we'll definitely have to get with you and do kind of like a late night uh uh maybe even mid mid series i'm not sure i mean it's kind of a it's a shit show i mean this is a busy time for all of us, I know, but like <clears throat> in the past, you know, we've been pretty, pretty up until this point. uh Not a lot of people have asked us to go do stuff. So, you know, yeah. Thanks. Hell yeah.
1: We'll, uh we'll send cam over to you guys.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. We can beat him up. We'll just take turns taking him. Yeah, he needs I'll to take
1: it. some punches. Yeah. <laughs> Good stuff. Good stuff. All right, Drew. Any last words?
2: Jeez, are you about to murder me or something? What the fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm I'm sketched out right now. I'm looking around. All right,
1: well, trap uh, <laughs> yeah, So, uh, other than Cap's chirp, you got anything to to pimp
0: out? Uh, no, you can fo- you can follow me at Hockey Trolling on. Fuck all the social media platforms. Uh, You can follow my co-host at Cupcake Polly uh, on Twitter. and, And again, all the social media platforms and at Caps Chirp is the show's handle. So check us out. Hell yeah. Episode 46 in the books.